0: From the Ohio School Boards Association, I'm Sky Kerfin. This is Leading the Way. The Ohio Leadership Advisory Council, or OLAC, is a partnership between the Buckeye Association of School Administrators and the Ohio Department of Education. OLAC's goal is to provide educators, no matter their role, with the resources they need to develop shared and effective leadership at every level. OLAC co-director Jim Gay is my guest on this episode of Leading the Way and he's here to talk about how school board members can benefit from what OLAC has to offer and more. So Jim, I thank you very much for coming on the OSBA podcast, leading the way. One of the things that stood out, I I went to your website to take a look uh, at what OLAC is all about. And and it says right here under the about us, because that's where everybody goes when they want to find out about an organization. It says, we believe that shared leadership is the responsibility of all educators. Tell me about how that fits into your organization and what you're trying to do.
1: I'd like to take you back to the beginning because uh, shared leadership, uh, it really was a result of what happened uh, when we started in 2007. Back in 2007, um, the Ohio Department of Education was interested in uh, looking at the differences between moving districts and stuck districts. Now, what do I mean about moving districts and stuck districts? A moving district was a district that was having improved outcomes, as evidenced by scores on the state mandated tests. In other words, in a moving district, the scores were getting better. And in a stuck district, the scores were not getting better. And folks at the Ohio Department of Education wanted to know, you know, why, what are the differences between the two districts? Uh, What's going on there? So they asked uh, the Buckeye Association of School Administrators to help them conduct a study. The Buckeye Association of School Administrators along with ODE uh, convened a large group of about 50 stakeholders. And those stakeholders studied uh, effective leadership practices in two areas. What what does the research say about effective leadership practices on a national level and an international level? And the other thing that this group did was that it studied uh, or looked at uh, effective leadership practices in the moving districts. In other words, in those Ohio districts that were moving, that were getting better, uh, they asked representatives from those districts to come in and uh, talk about what they were doing. Now, the group I mentioned to you a minute ago was a large group and it included uh, stakeholders across a broad spectrum of uh, folks interested in Ohio schools. We had uh, school board members uh, that were involved with that, uh, folks from higher ed, and then folks from the pre-K to 12 world. And um, out of that, Study that year long worth of study, uh, two things came out. One was Ohio's leadership development framework, which I'll talk to you about. And the other thing that came out of it was the Ohio Leadership Advisory Council website. And I'll talk to you about that in a minute as well. But back to your question, Uh, the result of the study of national uh, research, international research in Ohio Uh, schools that were moving they found that uh, in uh, both the national research and in the research in Ohio schools the effective leadership practices were were practices where leadership was distributed across the district now that didn't mean that the board didn't have key leadership roles that they had to do and the superintendent also had key leadership roles that he or she had to do but in those districts that were moving Uh, leadership was distributed across the district. That meant that there was buy-in and participation across the board. So one of the core beliefs of OLAC is effective leadership is a shared responsibility that's distributed across the the entire school system. This model uh, requires structures to make it work. And those structures include involving teachers in the process and administrators and other members, but it includes teacher-based teams, building-level teams, and district-level teams. In these effective districts, they use a collective inquiry process. They identify uh, issues that are related to district goals, what's keeping us from reaching our goals, and they work together to research Uh, those problem areas and come up with solutions. This leadership, effective leadership is inclusive and it promotes system-wide learning and focuses on what's important, the most important thing. In other words, keep the main thing, the main thing. The main thing is student achievement and uh, student well-being. Again, you know, we uh, began in 2007 through uh, the Ohio Department of Education, working with BASA. Um, And we continue to be grant funded through the Ohio Department of Education. The Buckeye Association of School Administrators is our fiscal agent still and supports our work. But it's important to note that we have a number of partner organizations that help us uh, find success. And those uh, partner organizations include the Ohio School Boards Association, Uh, The two principals associations, one is the Elementary Principals Association, the other is the Secondary Principals Association. We also have Ohio, uh, the two federations or the two teacher organizations, one's Ohio AFT, one's OEA, they're involved, and then higher ed folks are also involved, and then practitioners from the field. So uh, the website, which I'll talk about in a minute, provides pre-professional prof- learning resources for school personnel. And that r- those resources include modules, uh, webinars, podcasts, and crosswalks. Yeah. So that's a little bit of background and a little bit about what we do. But core belief is, back to your question, districts that, that get better, that have improved outcomes for kids that uh, that are places where faculty and staff get better have leadership that's distributed across the entire district and boards are involved in that process.
0: Yeah and you mentioned student achievement and, and that is the, I would say the number one goal too of our school boards is, yeah. is student success mm-hmm. getting students to achieve. what what is a board member when a board member comes to the to your site and and we can I'll definitely put that in the show notes of the podcast, lot of resources there. What What's in it for the board member who's there?
1: That's a, a great question. There are some resources I'd like to highlight for the board to, uh, to make sure that they know that's there. You know, what is Ohio's leadership framework? The first edition came out in 2007. The second edition came out in 2013. And the newest edition will be out in about a month. But that framework uh, is a great document. And what it does is it identifies the essential practices that should be evident in the work of the school superintendent, the district leadership team, the building leadership team, and teacher-based teams. It also talks about the important work of the board across those areas. There are, are six key areas that are identified in the framework. And uh, those key areas are uh, database decision making, focus goal setting, instruction and learning, community engagement, resource management, and board governance. And each of those areas identify essential practices that people in the district should be doing to uh, increase their capacity to improve outcomes for kids. So that's one. Right, uh, the right, Ohio right. Leadership Development Framework. The other one is uh, one of our modules. Now, we have like 20 modules on the website now that...
0: Yeah, I was seeing you have quite a few.
1: Yeah, uh, 20 of them are ours that we develop and revise every few years. And then we have some others that we house that, that support our mission and vision. But the one module that is especially important for boards... And it's the one module we tell superintendents, if you only look at one module, look at this one. And that's the module on board development and governance. And what that module does is it shares what effective boards do. And there, uh, there was a lot of research that went into this module, but uh, it, through the research, it was uh, the uh, things that effective boards do were identified. Right. Um, And they're listed in the module along with how do you develop these things. But one of the tenets or one of the ideas in that module that was supported in research was that effective boards work extremely well with the superintendent and the district leadership team. And, you know, that's a collaborative kind of work. It's a give and take. The board's involved in identifying goals and they're involved in the process, but it's important to have that good relationship. The module goes on to describe the characteristics of of effective boards and uh, effective leadership practices that the board can engage in that support student achievement. Some of the topics include, you know, what's the board's role in setting a district vision? Well, the board's role is important there. What does the board do in terms of using data and how do they look at data maybe at their board meetings? How does the board establish accountability to kind of monitor progress. Are we going, are we heading in the right direction? Are we making, are are we gaining traction, getting where we want to go? There's also a section on engaging, uh, what the board can do to engage uh, community support towards those district goals, Um, what the board can do to develop policies that focus on what we're all about, student learning. And then uh, there's another section on the board's important role in terms of focusing resources towards district improvement efforts. So that board development governance module is just a a really good module to start out with. And with that module, there are discussion questions and activities that can be used with uh, the board administrative team to kind of develop a shared understanding of the content in the module and a shared understanding about how we can work together to improve outcomes for everyone in our district. So that's the first item I'd like boards to take a look at or I'd recommend. The second item is a a brand new item and it's called the Systemic Improvement Practices Review. And what that is 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 a quick online survey that measures district uh, processes in four areas. One area is what are we doing as a, as a, as a district to promote system-wide learning, okay? Uh, that's learning for us too. Learning is a system, what are we doing to get better? Right. The second area that the uh, SIPPER we call that the SIPR uh, focuses on <laughs> is uh, prioritizing the improvement of teaching and learning. In other words, is our focus on the right thing, getting better in terms of right. teaching and learning? Are we building capacity is the third area. And the fourth area is what are we doing to maintain a collaborative culture? You know, it's you can't get better unless you collaborate together and support one another. So that's the fourth area. So what the survey does is is it gives uh, folks who take the survey a 45 question uh, quick survey that uh, uh, members of the district level team fill out and then that feedback goes to the uh, the DLT, the, the person who's in charge of the DLT. Now, what they will get when they get that feedback from their uh, district leadership team members is they'll get a document that shows where they fell in relation to those four key areas. So they, they'll get uh, their score in quadrants and the quadrants are compared to 74 districts that took This assessment over a two-year period so they'll see where they fell there right the second thing that they get is a practice profile let's say there's one area where they they'd like to really focus on and improve one of the four key areas for each key area they get a practice profile and that will help them identify areas within that section that that they might wanna look, look, uh, look at to get better. Along with that practice profile for each area, they get resources that strengthen that area that are on the OLAC website. So it's kind of like a, a, you know, a one-stop shop for your district level team in terms of where, how are we doing these four, in these four areas, what we can do to get better in each of those four areas. So that sipper is being downloaded quite a bit now. It's a brand new document, and we're getting a lot of good feedback because it gives the board and gives districts a good idea of: Are we making progress? Are we getting better?
0: Right. And speaking yes. of, you have a section. Sorry. Oh, yes. I know. Speaking yes. of, you have a section on your website, "Real Leaders, Real Results," where you and you're, you're sharing so-called voices from the field. Um, and I guess th- this is an area where you are showing where there are real results, tangible results that you're seeing from this, right?
1: Yeah, with the voices from the field, what we try to do is, is highlight users uh, in Ohio that are using the, the materials and discussing how the materials uh, have helped them move the work forward in their districts. Because, you know, people like real world examples. Um, it, it's one thing to see national research, and that's great, but uh, folks also like to, to see Uh, And to hear from practitioners in the field and uh, what they're, you know, the results of their work and how they're uh, working to improve outcomes for kids. The the next item I'd like to make sure boards knew about or board members knew about and and districts as well, uh, district personnel, is our evaluation crosswalks. And what we've done in our evaluation crosswalks is we've looked at the standards for superintendents the evaluation standards for superintendents, for principals and for teachers. Uh, that's OTES 2.0 and OPES right. for principals mm-hmm. and OSAs for superintendents. And then we've correlated the content on our website that relates to the standards and elements for each of those job areas. And then beyond that, then we've gone to some uh, a lot of resources off our website that have a professional learning that correlates to the standards for uh, principals, uh, for teachers and for superintendents. So with the evaluation crosswalk, you can go into a a standard element that you wanna get better at. For example, if you have a a teacher that wants to get better at meeting uh, student needs and understanding cultural differences, they can go into that standard element and click on the standard and element. And then what they'll get is uh, basically a professional development plan that will help them uh, strengthen uh, their professional capacity in that area. So a lot of districts will use the evaluation crosswalks uh, to help teachers, principal and principals develop professional growth plans or professional learning plans. That they have to submit it to ODE later on, but the evaluation crosswalk is just a great tool for targeted professional development um, that you can use to align the district goals. You know, it's important for districts when they do set goals to sele- select just two or three goals and focus on on those goals in a given year, rather than scattershot 30 goals so what you can do with the evaluation crosswalk is hone in on those goals and create professional development plans for the individuals and for teams that dovetail to district goals it's just a great document a document that principals and teachers and superintendents really like you know in the old days what you used to have to do as a principal and i was a principal in one of my former lives then was a superintendent after that. But, you know, in the old days as a principal, if you had a teacher that came into your, your office and wanted to talk to you about getting better in a given area, you either had to go to your professional library, which sometime in your building, which sometimes was sparse. For us, it was four books on top of the microwave and find <laughs> resources for that teacher or go down to your neighboring university and pull resources. But with the evaluation crosswalk, you have research-based professional development that's good professional development that correlates with with where the board, the district, and uh, everyone, everyone in the district wants to go. So it's just a fantastic resource so one of our most popular resources is that evaluation crosswalk
0: When I look at your website or when people here will be hearing you talk about all these resources I mean it really is easy to find easy to consume type stuff that's on here for people when they go to it the different modules and, and webinars podcasts things like that that would be is really helpful I think
1: well I appreciate that comment and one of the things that we do to make sure it is helpful and digestible, is we work, we work with an independent evaluation group that comes in every year and, and they look at our content and uh, they'll, they'll survey folks who use the content and they want to be sure that the content number one is relevant uh, uh, to folks in their work. And they also want to make sure that it's uh, engaging and, and easy to use. So thank you. Uh, we work hard to make sure that our content is relevant and and uh uh digestible easy to use
0: yeah one of the last things i know you wanted to talk about was the upcoming uh 2021 olac pbis showcase tell me a little bit about that
1: well the olac uh, pbis showcase is is an annual event um this is the uh, second year that we've been virtual normally we're face to face and this is also the second year that we've combined with PBIS. But this is a nice opportunity. uh, And it's a free, a free conference. So uh, that that that's a good deal as well. But this is a nice opportunity for uh, teachers and administrators and other school personnel to come and do two things. Number one, they're going to hear from some uh, keynote speakers who are nationally known. Uh, we have Doug Reeves that's uh, going to be giving a keynote on resilient schools and Anthony Coy Gonzalez, the uh, 2021 Ohio Teacher oh, yes, of the Year, yes. is going to be giving us a keynote as well on resilient schools. So you get two key, great keynote speakers that are going to spend time talking to you about improving outcomes and developing professional ca- capacity. The other uh, thing that you'll get in the OLAC PBIS showcase is you'll get teams of practitioners from the field who talk about what we're doing in in our teacher-based teams, our building-level teams, and our district-level teams to improve uh, professional capacity and improve outcomes for kids. And that's a big draw for our, our uh, folks, our practitioners in the field, they wanna hear from other school people and find out what they're doing. So uh, not only are there, do you have the two keynotes, but then you also have 10 breakouts on the PBIS side, 10 breakouts on the OLAC side that you can, participants can go to. And then all the breakouts are recorded and housed uh, for a two week period on the conference platform Right. So if you can't get to all the breakouts on day one, you can go uh, and, and get to them uh, over a two-week period.
0: So That's very that's similar to our up. capital conference. Yeah. What, what, yeah. Are the, what, what are the dates for this?
1: December 9th. It's, okay. uh, it's December 9th, and it starts at 830, I believe. And uh, On our banner on the OLAC website there, one of the banners that we'll come across will be information about how to register. But it's a free resource and uh, really a great opportunity. Uh, We hope
0: folks come. The website is OhioLeadership.org, right? Yes. Jim, thank you for taking uh, some time to uh, talk about this organization and and what you guys do, what you're trying to do. Um, I really appreciate you coming on.
1: Well, thanks for having us. It's been a great opportunity for us and we love Having our partnership with the Ohio School Boards Association. We attend the conference, the OSBA conference, every year, and folks from OSBA sit on our core committee and help us along the way. So, thank you for the opportunity.
0: Are you a newly elected school board member? As you've taken the first steps to becoming one of your school district's key leaders and a member of its board of education, you understand the responsibility and possibility that awaits. Successful school board leadership now more than ever demands members be able and willing to work collaboratively, support district policy, govern ethically and professionally, and set the standard for other school and civic groups within the community. Experienced OSBA staff have designed a weekend program to give new board members the confidence and tools to flatten the learning curve. The Board Member 101 workshops in January include sessions on governance, collaboration, legal parameters, parliamentary procedure, meeting management, policy management, and more. The program is designed to allow new board members to ask questions, network with others, and discover the many resources OSB offers to district members. Learn more and register at www.ihouseschoolboards.org.